I'm Russ White at the Network Collective, and this is the Network Collective Short Take. In this short take, I'll be talking about practical career advice. Several years ago, I received an email from a reader who said they loved my content, but they were struggling with the practicality of all of it. Specifically, they said, most network engineering advice, not just mine, but most of what they had encountered, is not very practical because it's targeted at someone becoming an ideal network engineer. But very few people are going to become this ideal network engineer. Rather, they're going to become an average network engineer. And for average network engineers, what's really important is knowing what hiring managers are looking for and what they want in current technology on resumes, rather than how to be an ideal network engineer. For average network engineers, it's more important to know how many network engineers there will be in 10 years, rather than how to be an ideal network engineer. From one point of view, there's a lot of validity in this critique of career advice that's commonly given in network engineering circles. It is true that the only way you're ever going to get a job is by catering to the needs or desires of the hiring manager. And the hiring manager has specific technologies and concepts in mind when they write the position. But there is another side to this. Begin by considering the problem you face as an engineer. To be a little bit crazy, you already know what the hiring manager wants. They want every engineer to have 10 years of experience in technologies first developed and deployed two years ago. They want self-starting engineers who do not need to be managed and who are willing to work every possible hour of every possible day doing whatever task they're assigned to do. And they want all of this for the smallest amount of money possible. But given this is not what the hiring manager is going to actually get, we need to find a way to come to a compromise in the middle. What hiring managers will normally settle for is someone who claims to know the latest products and protocols but they never bother to ask about fundamental thinking skills or knowledge of how things really work. What you need to think about as a network engineer is, do I want to shape my career to what the hiring manager really wants? Is this healthy as a network engineer? Is this healthy as a person? Is this healthy for the overall industry? Let's look at this a second way. Maybe there's a way to come to a solution to this problem without getting too much into the weeds. Consider how you could become the network engineer that hiring managers are looking for. How can you become the engineer that can adapt to the market very quickly so that you always have the skills necessary to make that grade on the hiring manager's perspective? Some wagon wheel makers probably went hungry after the automobile replaced the horse-drawn buggy. Others did not. Well, we know they all lost their jobs ultimately, but some found other jobs and some did not. What is the difference between these two? There are probably a lot of potential differences, but there's one that I really want to focus in on. One group of wagon wheel makers understood the how and why of making wagon wheels the way they were made. And when they decided they needed to go out and learn how to make wheels for cars, they knew the basic principles to be able to shift career fields in that way. Other wagon wheel makers probably only knew how to make wagon wheels mechanically. This is all they knew how to do. So when wagon wheels went away, they were just completely lost in what to do next. The real key to me in being successful in network engineering is to back up and rethink the kinds of advice we're giving. The real key to being successful is to realize that every technology has a why as well as a what and a how. 
Every technology being developed today will be a wagon wheel within five years. Every skill you learn today will have a half-life of about five years. So if you take the path of learning about products, you will need to replace your entire skill set every three to five years. The knowledge might be shallow and easy to obtain. The knowledge might be enough to just brush up your resume and get the next job until it isn't and it doesn't. So there's only so long you can play the game of chasing how to build the latest wagon wheel. The idealized solution, on the other hand, offers a different way of looking at the problem. The idealized solution says, I want to learn why things operate the way they do, and then I'm going to build my specific product skills on top of that. The idealized solution to learn the why is ultimately, in my opinion, the more practical solution to the problem. If you understand why, you can always figure out how. But if you only understand how, then you will always be finding out how again in the future. There is a huge difference between these two mindsets. But that's it for this time. Remember, you can find me at the Network Collective in Rule11.tech, where you'll find lots of great content on network engineering and thinking skills for the network engineer. Thanks.